1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money? That was a good intro. See? That was not
0: bad. Was, I'm getting there. I'm we are getting, getting this down. I missed you all last week. I know. You are out. I, I was out. glad you're back. And I'm going to be out again because I'm traveling for <laughs> the holidays. What are you, are you excited for Thanksgiving? I'm pretty excited. Uh, do you all do traditional or do you do kind of like a different... Kind we're visiting family, so I'm just eating whatever they make. Okay. Gotcha. I don't normally do traditional. I don't think turkey's that special oh. sorry YouTube audience turkey's just basically, offended like turkey's basically 80% of the diehard Americans in the audience <laughs> uh yeah turkey is just a big chicken so it tastes like chicken but slightly different Yeah, and we eat chicken all the time so turkey's like an expensive longer cooked chicken is there
1: anything like, that is traditional Thanksgiving that you're like I really like that I have to have it nope Really, see, my mom makes um, particular kind of stuffing, and that is like my favorite thing. Really, I look forward to it. Two you weeks know what in our advance, kids are really stoked about charcuterie. Excuse me, I happen to be passing. I thought you'd might like some coffee. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <Whoa>. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, your kids our get into it. Our five-year-old and three-year-old uh, have requested a charcuterie board for Thanksgiving. Is that how you
1: say it? Charcuterie. Yes, charcuterie. Oh.
0: So, so they they requested
1: meats and cheeses.
0: Yeah, cuz we like for You're holidays a we do kids. like.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. I don't know where they get it. Probably their mom. Uh yeah, so yeah, we like cuz basically like most people it's not about the turkey. It's about eating all day long and then getting to the turkey and being like, "Ah, I'll just have a little piece cuz I'm stuffed." So That's a good yeah, point. We do like legit meat and cheeses uh and olives and the kids really like pickles. A variety of pickled hmm. stuff. I don't know. Our kids are weird. They eat vegetables like they're potato chips or something. uh I never did that as a kid. No, I definitely didn't do that. They're as very a strange. Our yeah, our youngest uh will take like an entire cucumber and just eat it like an apple. Like he'll just walk around the house with a cucumber, just eating it. I'm like, I, who you are you? Know there's kids? like potato chips in the pantry, right? <laughs> so it works out for me because they leave the good stuff. That's me. great.
1: Well, we have. Um... We're gonna be with family and stuff like that. But um, I'm doing a Friendsgiving. I'm hosting Friendsgiving this coming weekend. So obviously we're gonna be on delay. So this will be after Thanksgiving and people will be like, What are you making? Why are they talking about things? Oh, we talked about wait, what are you making? So I am in charge of making uh, the turkey. So I'm I'm yeah. hosting, so I make the meat and then everybody else brings like different sides and things.
0: How do you make your turkey? Are you like deep frying? Easy. It, roasting no, it? I'm
1: I literally will just like put butter under a skin and put it in the oven in like a turkey bag glazing it anything not really but it turns out okay like it, it i made one okay. last year and it was pretty good <laughs> i mean it's turkey. it's turkey it's turkey it's not like steak or salmon or something yeah. but
0: it's, you should have went with a flat iron steak
1: yeah you said that but then I was like People my, really my like friends turkey. my friends aren't worth that <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not of them listen to the podcast yeah I, we'll find I mean, out like they're if yeah.
0: they call you Are like, what? (laughs) We'll find out they actually listen to the podcast. Anyhow, uh, speaking of the podcast, we've got an interesting question today.
1: Yeah, we have a really good question
0: about resources, uh, podcasts, books, things like that that have to do with finance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And coming into sort of the end of the year, it's kind of a time when people, I don't know, you put together kind of your reading list for the next year and stuff like that. Uh, So we're going to talk about some of that stuff after this question from Clark. I'm Clark.
1: I I like laid it up to you. (laughs) Jordan nailed it. Take it away, Clark. D-I-Y. Hi, Quentin Daniel. This is Clark from Illinois. I love you guys' show. I've been listening pretty consistently for the past few months, and I've really benefited from it. Other than Warren Buffett, though, I can't remember hearing you guys spend a lot of time mentioning other resources or people you recommend in the finance world. What would be some books, podcasts, or websites that you trust or have benefited from that you can pass on to the rest of us? Thanks in advance. You serious, Clark? Yeah. We got to drop some knowledge on all the kind of different resources that we use. I think it's great that Clark's looking for some different resources to use because even though our podcast is excellent, there's a lot of other great writings and things out there.
0: And conveniently, for those of us watching on YouTube... We have the book ...stack of books. <laughs> actually, so we actually don't have all of the books uh, that we would typically recommend because uh, I actually read a lot of digital books. You mm-hmm. read hard or
1: it kind of depends i mean a lot of the time it seems i i do the library local library Mm -hmm. um and it seems a lot easier to just go online and they have like the books that you can either do audiobook or just the digital copy and it's super easy to download yes quick tip make sure that you have a library card and that you can go online and and download those did you try it without a library card once well, not like a personal experience. No, not that. I'm just saying, like, but compared to trying to buy every book or going oh, yeah. to a store and stuff like that, it's so much more convenient.
0: I used uh, Scribd or Scribd. I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's yeah. An yeah. App. Uh, it's like Kindle Unlimited, but it's a separate app, and you can read like a bajillion books for free that are just in that system. There's every now and then there's books that aren't supported, kind of like when you look for something on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I used to primarily only read hard copies of books because I didn't like having a screen after work. However, I geek out for a minute. I really like to highlight books, and the problem with hardback uh. books is you highlight them and then you put them on the bookshelf, and then you can never find your highlights again. You're like, hey, that was this was a really good thing, and I know there's like ways to do it with like note cards. Or I don't know, but uh, so I was, I still was doing hardback books, but I was reading in script and I was like collecting all these highlights. And I was like, well, it's basically the same thing because then I have to go back into this app to try to find the highlights and all this. Until I found this really cool app called Readwise. Okay, and Readwise scrapes all of your highlights from things that you've read digitally, and it stores them into a searchable format for you, kind of like dumping them in Evernote or something like that. But it sends you an email every day with a couple of the like quote, uh, highlights from your archive, nice, so that you get get a refresher on like these books that you've read uh, like a year or two ago or something. It's kind of cool. Very, uh, cool. we're not sponsored by them or anything. Like, there's no month, but like, yeah, it's just been a tool that I've been using. And so when it comes to like reading financial books or reading other like whatever you're into, whether it's leadership or management or biology or physiology or psychology, whatever ology you're into. uh, And you need to kind of refresh that information. um, That's kind of a neat, useful tool to pair with the resources we're going to talk about today. That's great. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, Drum roll, please. Yeah. Some guy wrote a good book about money and kept it short, Mm -hmm. concise and to the point.
1: Yep. there. It's this guy, great haircut. um, And it's, about what is this book let's see 57 pages 75 pages so uh, short a little backers, quick go 75. <laughs> that was pretty impressive man. <laughs> yeah um and it's called diy money it's about budgeting debt and financial freedom great book mm-hmm. definitely check it out obviously we're promoting but it.
0: concisely takes you through the foundations of the steps that we talk about on diy money yeah. so basically you know starting with tracking and then building up towards kind of the sort of uh, more advanced, mm-hmm. somewhat sort of personal finance aspects, uh, but not getting into the you know the nuts and bolts of things like investing and how to value stocks and stuff like it keeps it straight. Here's what you need to do to get started on mm-hmm. uh, and down your personal financial journey. So yeah,
1: I like that, and I think it it helps if you if you read DIY money, especially when you first start listening to the podcast. Because it'll help you get a good baseline to understand some of the really in-depth things that we go into in, in the podcast.
0: Yeah. Now, in similar vein, uh, Dave Ramsey wrote a book, Total Money Makeover, and probably 15 to 18 years ago. I don't know when the book was written, but 15, 18 years ago is, I think, when I read that book for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that is a uh, a pretty in-depth book. On we don't have it here. It's a pretty in-depth book. Pretty not terribly thick, but yeah. it really covers tons of aspects of your personal finance life. So not just um, talking about budgeting, but even gets into things like um, insurance and debt and all kinds of stuff. So uh, also a good place if you want to, you know, kind of another additional book as far as personal finance goes
1: yeah for sure um the next book that we have here is business made simple this is a book by donald miller um you and i both read this you yeah. actually gave this to me as kind of a gift uh to read through yeah it and got released what the fantastic. summer or something like that? the summer yeah. or spring past yeah spring, so it's fairly new it's book. fairly
0: new mm-hmm. and uh yeah one of the reasons i really liked this is for those interested in business whether it's we have a lot of like entrepreneurs uh, that listen to the pocket we always get questions on like you know small business entrepreneurs things like that uh it really covers the cores of business things yep. like sales and marketing and stuff like that in a really easy to grasp way mm-hmm. through uh 60 days of like short sort of two to five page maybe readings like you read one a day so the format
1: is just really cool yeah uh, you really well crafted basically read five pages and mm-hmm. then also you get a email link sent to you, you go online and you sign up, you get an email link sent to you. And it's kind of like a short two minute video Mm -hmm. that really kind of summarizes what you talked about. So I thought it was really beneficial to uh, not only read the few pages, but Mm -hmm. then kind of cement that in with a video uh, in the morning too. So not personal
0: finance, but I think entrepreneurs, uh, small business owners could really use it or people who are interested in investing understanding kind of the framework of business helps you make better investment decisions because it teaches you how to look at businesses. So I really like it. I actually might steal that idea in writing a money book someday because I like the format of like that Mm -hmm. 60-day, one-a-day structure, not just, hey, read it when you get a chance, but like kind of like walking people through your journey. I thought it was really cool. So I enjoyed it, but I like that you picked that one. Absolutely. Next one. We talked about this one uh, a few episodes ago, uh, the little book of common sense investing. This was written by John Bogle, uh, which is the founder of Vanguard. And it really walks through uh, just kind of the basics of investing, uh, his perspective, uh, which is an index approach. Obviously, Vanguard is famous for that, goes into a little bit more depth on why that approach uh, and, and why that might be worth considering, especially if you're just getting started out. Uh, in investing, and mm. you don't want to be somebody who spends a lot of time digging and doing research and stuff like that. Have you ever read this one?
1: I have not read that one. That's actually one of the ones on my list for 2022 that I kind of just want to go Got through. Get your list started already. Yeah, I have. Well, and another one that came from your recommendation that I'm really interested in is The Psychology of Money. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have it here. because Yeah, it we don't have a physical copy. But uh, Daniel kind of recommended this book. I've read some kind of summary of it. And psychology plays a role in so many different aspects of business, investing, uh, anything with personal finance. So the psychology of money is something I'm super interested in. You may be able to give a better summary, but um, I'm looking forward to reading that.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's effectively a really good overview on uh, what's been an emerging theme over the past five-ish years. I mean, it's always been around, but it's really come into the forefront the past five or so years, which is behavioral finance. Um which is looking at how psychology, how the way that the we are wired, how the way that we're think, the emotion that we feel really dictates a lot of things we do. It sounds very complicated, but actually this book is particularly approachable for just about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's really taking these sort of in-depth concepts of behavioral finance and breaking them down into very simple... Al- allegories isn't the right word, but illustrations is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, illustrations and, and stored pictures about how that plays out and affects our lives, why that might be good or bad uh, when it comes to various things. So uh, things like uh, confirmation bias, um, things of that nature. It'll kind of walk through, forgetting some of the other chapters. But it's a really good book, and it's not it's not a book about budgeting. It's a book on how to think about money, which is vastly different. But once you learn how to think about money, those lessons can apply to both uh, budgeting. Debt, uh, purchasing decisions you make, investing, etc. Because the thoughts and feelings we have about money sort of precipitate across the entire spectrum mm-hmm. of finance. So that's important as well. Great. So, Let's see next one, Millionaire Next Door, basically just talks about how to be wealthy. It's not about looking wealthy. It's actually effectively about uh, doing the things: saving, investing, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, to actually make the decisions um, that are going to make you wealthy in the long run. Basically, the premise of the book, Cliff Notes version is The Millionaire Next Door often doesn't look like a millionaire. There's a lot of other great uh, applications and lessons in the book. Uh, so if you if you kind of want to be inspired, you've already started down the personal finance path. You're not quite ready to dive into the investing books, but you want a little bit of information on what to do next to, to optimize or just be encouraged and inspired toward... Um, really building wealth. That's a good one to start with. Have you read that one? I've read parts of that one. I've kind of done Cliff Notes versions of that one in, in different chapters and things. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a pretty popular one. I imagine a lot of our listeners might have picked it up. But if you haven't, it's, it's, it's a good sort of a holiday reading. Uh, or I don't know, people do a lot of personal finance yep. reading in the winter, yep. January, New Year, stuff like that. So uh, that's a classic. It's always a good one. So uh, worth mentioning.
1: All right, Daniel, you explain this one. I haven't read this one either. So, kind of walk them through this one. Yeah.
0: So, this one is going to be, uh, yeah. So, it's written by Pat Dorsey, which is the director of stock analysis for Morningstar. Five rules of successful stock investing. This is not for everybody on the podcast. Okay. So, don't rush out and buy this book thinking that one, you need to individual stock invest, two, that this book is going to make you rich or anything of that nature. Uh, what it is is it 's a good primer if you want to move past the uh, the Bogle book on index investing stuff like that if you 're interested in analyzing companies if you 're interested in doing some of the homework, this is one of the books there 's many out there uh, Well, there 's a handful out there that This is one of the books that 's a good primer on starting to look at individual companies individual stocks things like that if that 's something that 's interests you and you want to take a portion of your portfolio to dabble in and do some of your own research, things of that nature. Uh, I really like that book as, as one of the starting places for learning how to think about individual stock uh, analysis, and investment, and so forth.
1: Great. And any then other? I know that... I don't think any other book-wise, but is there any other podcast uh, shows, anything that you watch or listen to regularly? Yeah. So he to about what? Podcasts, websites, things like that. Um
0: for investment research, I like uh, dividend.com for dividend stock analysis. I like morningstar.com for actual mutual fund analysis, things like that. Um, I utilize Schwab as a brokerage, and I think they have actually really good research, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, let's see, for uh, podcasts, uh, besides our podcast, yeah, I'm on a podcast, but you're already listening to that, so <laughs> you don't need that recommendation. We got them. But keep listening to it no matter what podcast we recommend. If you're interested in investing and economics and things of that nature, right, and you want to do a deep dive, uh, one of the podcasts that I listen to regularly, I really love, is Money for the Rest of Us by J. David Stein. He used to be an institutional money manager. Okay. Okay which sounds like lofty and scary, right? Oh, he's going to talk over your head. But he breaks down pretty complex topics, whether it's what's going on in the economy or markets, things of that nature, into how that actually applies to your personal investment decisions. Uh, so I really like that one. Uh, it It's really good in expanding your scope of understanding on topics, terms, ways to look at things. What I think is really good is he does take, I think, some questions... From the audience, not in the same way we do, but things that are on the mind of the audience and how that applies to their financial life at times, and so he looks at things from, I think, various different angles, uh, and he's not afraid uh, to question his own perspective on things sometimes, which I think is really cool. But mm-hmm. uh, along the lines of kind of behavioral analysis and how to think, uh, his podcast does a good job with that. If you're not so much on the investing side, but you you really want to understand more about financial planning and developing your own financial plan, and you're not at the place where you're You want to engage like our wealth development program or another financial planner uh, to help you. You're like, hey, I got this. But I have questions about basic things in my financial plan like, I don't know, Social Security, Medicare, various things like that. Uh, And you're approaching retirement. So this is probably for people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, the retirement answer man, Roger Whitney, Mm. almost blanked on the name. Roger Whitney, the retirement answer man, really good podcast on some of the more in-depth. He's another financial planner. His episodes are going to run 45 minutes to an hour, I think. Really good in-depth. Um, as a financial planner, I like to listen to other financial planners sometimes uh, and hear what they're focusing on, uh, what they're learning, and what they're presenting as well, because we kind of challenge each other in yeah. that regard. Uh, so it's been really good.
1: How about you? And some, It's kind of a different route, but um, I really like how I built this. And, yes. And that I, That is just a great uh, podcast that basically walks through individual CEOs, owners, people that started companies and kind of interviews them and, and figures out ways that they kind of did what they did and then how they built their companies. Yeah. What's the Uh, best one
0: recently? I have not tuned into that one in a while and I kind of miss it
1: to be, um, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to think I I haven't listened to one in, in a little bit. Um, I think the guy, I believe it was Uber or Lyft, I can't remember mm. exactly, did one that was excellent. Uh yeah. that was a little while ago, but that was really good. So that's a really good one to check out. The My profit
0: part of that, how I built this is mm-hmm. it's always like business is going well and then yeah, something happens and then we survived. Exactly. Like in every one of those stories it's like and then we got like punched in the gut.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It seems to happen in almost more normal every, every time you listen. Right, right. There's going to be mistakes and there's going to be things that happen. So that's a really great one. Uh, the Profit, if you like TV shows, is, mm-hmm. is great when they do and then uh, Shark Tank. I mean, yeah. it's it's not going to be in-depth personal finance or something like that, but it gives you a good mind for uh, business things and, and valuations. And Business Wars podcast.
0: Oh, I've never, I've never really? heard of them. Oh, it's so good. It's kind of like how I built this, but it's a dramatized version of two businesses like... Southwest Airlines versus, I don't know, Delta or American. Really? Or like Hasbro versus Mattel. And so they... Yeah, they kind of like tell the story of uh, two companies that were built uh, around the same time or were competitors with one another. And you kind of get this dramatized story of at least how one of them was developed. And uh, if not both of them, as they sort of competed with one another. It's pretty cool.
1: I got to check that out.
0: All right. So that's all of our resources we spent a lot of time on the show clearly we're reading and listening to a lot of stuff on YouTube drop a comment let us know about your favorite whether it's personal finance investing whatever it is resource podcast YouTube channel uh, book television show Netflix series whatever it is Uh, let us know in the comments below Uh, we'd like to know what you're listening to and consuming and check that out and maybe do a review
1: excellent all right guys the secret to wealth is very simple live on less than you make, invest the rest, do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode
0: of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.